back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. We're rolling on on the heels of a 6-4 Sabres win in Ottawa last night. And Razor, welcome to the show. Guys, you, thanks for you, you know, I, I, I work with this Amherst Hall of Famer every day in Marty Baron. I'm wondering what you think your legacy is in Rochester and whether it's greater than that of uh, the netminder here. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure. I, I really enjoyed my time there. And um, I think I kind of left a little bit of a mark there. But I find now, like now that I've got older and I coach kids hockey and that, every time you go there or you play against a team from Rochester, you're not the most popular guy in the world because there's a lot of people like to say, whatever happens on the ice, oh, that's only because Rob Ray is coaching the team or something like that. So they have a lot, they have a lot of opinions, at least at the 09. So I'm not sure. Well, I, what I would want to know from Seth Appert is, do you have a picture on the way down to the dungeon? That is the mark of if you left your mark there or not. So we'll have to uh, to know. I remember hearing all of your stories in Rochester when I played there because Scotty Metcalf and Dan Frawley were telling me the stories of Rob Ray when he was in Rochester. So and uh, you know, Snacky would tell stories. So you you left the mark. You were uh, you're a Hall of Famer uh, in my book, Razor, um, because. You're tough. Basically um, the equivalent of 800 penalty minutes in less than two full seasons. Yes. Yeah, but, but that's, that's because John Van Boxmeer drove me crazy, and I, I had to do that. So <laughs> so you took it on on everybody else? You you basically I'm, jumped I'm, on the ice and saw Boxy everywhere? I went in a season, Marty. I went about three-quarters of it that I could hardly see out of my eyes for three-quarters of the season, let alone go play the games. because. You were young and you were trying to learn something, a new craft, and you were getting beat up all the time. And it was, it was not the most pleasant thing. It was, it was pleasant off the ice there. It wasn't pleasant so much on the ice when, uh, you know, we spent that. Did you show it off though? Like after the game, did you love the look that says, look at me, I'm tough? Because I'm not saying that's what Alex Tuck was doing after the game yesterday, but I felt like he was proud of, of having a little bit of, purple and the left eye was swollen up and he was he he turned to his left like the camera was on the left it's almost like look at what is happening to me like there was a, a battle scar and he was almost proud of it like what'd you think of that it's a badge of honor marty because yeah. not, not everybody is willing to go and do something like that but it, i think it is it at one point and then it hits a point where it's like oh my god this enough's enough and it gets embarrassing after a while um I think at the beginning, it's, yeah, it's great. Look what happened. And then as you get older, when you're supposed to get better at it and you're still coming out with the cuts and the uh, the black eyes and all like that, it kind of makes you think, well, maybe I'm not as good at this as I thought I was. So it becomes that little more embarrassing, man. Razor, having lived the experiences uh, like Tuck did last night, the number of times you did, and witnessing games, um, you know, that change or don't change, based on an altercation or two, how would you view how the game unfolded in the final five minutes last night after Tuck and Kachuk fought and whether that had any bearing on the game getting a little bit loose from a Sabre standpoint? Because we get a lot of people, you know, responding through Twitter that just, they wonder whether like it, 
that moment had the desired impact. They wonder like why the game ended the way they did when Buffalo was in full control. Like, how do you view that having lived it so many times? Well, I think in that situation last night, it was actually Alex that it, that addressed to, to Chuck because, you know, uh, Tuchuk was being a little chippy, a little dirty out there that, you know, he plays hard, don't get me wrong, but he's not always that type of a player. And I think it got to the point where Alex says enough's enough and, and he addressed it. I think it's good when you address that. At least in that situation right there late in the game, you're drawing Tuchuk off the ice for five, seven minutes, whatever it may be, whatever he got. I'm not sure the penalties. So he's, he's, he's out of the equation. And he is probably the biggest difference maker that they have on their team. And when he's out there playing that game, they, they thrive and build on it. So in that case, I think he did a good job by just eliminating that threat for, for a while. But at, at some point, I know people look at it and go, yeah, they gain momentum. With, at some point, yeah, but over the season, you're going to play these guys four times. At, at some point, you have to address certain things. Because if you don't, especially early like that, then in that game two, three, and four, you just don't know what it could be like. Because, you know, if they gain that kind of confidence that if we play against these guys in a certain way, then we're going to be able to dominate them, control them, take them over. But now that it's been addressed like that, it'll probably never happen again. Now they'll just go able to play the game. But I really do think that I'm a big one uh, of – a fight sometimes can change momentum of a game. It's it's not so much maybe the outcome of the game, but the way the guys are on the bench and maybe the confidence, the way they look at things. And, and it just gives them that little bit of a, yeah, okay, let's go do this or we're in okay position now. So I think even them battling back last night, there, there was never any panic in their game. There was really no, oh, my gosh, this is going to be, we're in trouble. I, I, I know. <laughs> I panicked a little. <laughs> yeah. You're weak. You're not weak in the mind. You're, you're you've got. I'm not on the ice. That's the difference. Uh, on the ice, I never panic, but off the ice, sometimes you panic a little bit more. But let me ask you this, though, because you mentioned about taking care of business. I mean, it's five-one with five minutes left in the game. What's another situation? Tell me another situation that you can address something like that. You know, like you're not going to do it at two-two. You're not going to do it at one-one and put your team in a position to lose. You you know, if you do it when you're down 5-1, you're fake tough. So uh, being up 5-1 and, you know, addressing something or wanting to get a little message, I I think that's the, the best situation to take care of it. Now, don't give up the other three goals after, but, you know, that's the, the time to do it, right? Yeah, absolutely. We we It's always been something you talked about. You A lot of people get mad because things aren't addressed at the time sometimes, like right yeah. in that and, and that moment isn't always the right time. So you have to pick your spot, whether it's in the next game or, or when you do get that lead. It's like, I, how many times, Marty, you've been in the dressing room and it's like, let's get a lead on these guys and then we were gonna get them. we're going to get yeah. them. We'll take a number. Like, take a number when something happens and remember that. Get the little bit of retribution. And, and that's pretty much the case there last night. So, yeah, you gave up a couple eight, whatever. It's no big deal. You still come out on top. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter if you win by four goals or one goal it really doesn't matter we're getting a comment on 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 twitter x whatever i'm gonna keep saying twitter but it's on x uh sg the third i would say that says at sg3 uh, he said it was successful last night because it was the first night of playing back to back and that's a significance like 
is I didn't even think about it last night and the point that it's back to back. It's so early in the year and Benson was coming in and Lukanen was going in. So there was fresh bodies. But do you think um, there was a, a sense of accomplishment because they were able to win in the second game of a back to back against the Ottawa Senators who didn't play on Monday night? I, I think it's a huge accomplishment. And I think it's a huge uh, confidence boost for him because I, I would imagine going into that, there was a lot of panic of, okay, how are we going to beat these guys? You know, it's a team that we have struggled against in the last probably year or so that they've really give us a good hard push every night. So I, I, I would imagine that was in the back of their head coming in off the back to back might have been the better thing because they didn't have time to think about it and worry about it. They had one day to prepare, bang, get your mind in the right place and go play. So I, uh, I think maybe a game like that, if you have too much time to prepare, you have too much time to think about it, then you get yourself in the jackpot. I think it's better coming off the back-to-back -back, uh, and just kind of hitting it hard for one day, uh, you know, in your meetings yesterday, preparing mentally and, and rolling into it. Well, I know you're going to love the next trip to Ottawa even more because Marty and I will be on it. New Year's Eve in Canada's capital. So enjoy that, Bring Razor. Your wallets, guys. Bring Plan your wallets. accordingly. Razor, I'm buying you a beaver you tail. I'm... Marty, you talk about beaver tail. You don't have beaver tail till the, the, the canals froze. The uh, canals not how, froze. How do they stay in business then? I don't know. It's fake <laughs> there's, beaver There's beaver tail kiosks, not, not just right by the canal. There's other places. I'll find you one, okay? And I'm Buy, buying uh, it to you. Like buying a snow cone in the middle of the winter. You don't do that. Beaver tail is when it's cold. Yeah, I'll out. send you. I'll send you to the tanning booth because that's what you'll need. That's what that. If that you know, I'll send you get some some sun. You hope the canal is frozen then on New Year's Eve. Are you guys? Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go, See Fraser. Bye bye, guys. <laughs> We're back after this to wrap up Sabers Live. Stay with us.